This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, I'm Dave Coconut on Monday for the Sports Better's Paradise, talking some Major League Baseball. Dave, how are you? Well, excited to see what happens over the next couple of days because the trade deadline is tomorrow at midnight. So I think it's at midnight. I might be wrong on the time. So you're going to have situations in these next couple of days where it's conceivable that guys might be leaving the game while the game's going on. Yeah. If that's when the trade gets consummated. So it's uh, tread cautiously the next couple of days in Major League Baseball. Uh, the, the Seattle Mariners get uh, Luis Castillo, who we talked about yep. a, a lot. So uh, not not the team, I, I, if I had to predict, not the team I would have predicted because um, I would think that, Castillo would be coveted by a lot of teams out there, but uh, he well, goes to Seattle. They gave up arguably three of their top five prospects for Castillo, so they they decided to make a very big offer. It's a haul for the Reds. Uh, I think it's a good deal for Cincinnati and Seattle, a team that's desperate to make the playoffs. They haven't been in the postseason in a long time, so they're clearly going all in uh, to get there this year, and I they might not be done dealing. Let's get to the schedule uh, today, and uh, let's go to uh, the Yankees uh, in Herman. This will be his third start now. Uh, first one, he got roughed up uh, coming back from the All-Star break in uh, the night game of the day-night uh, doubleheader at uh, Houston. Better against the Mets. They lost the game, uh, a walk-off a hit for the uh, Mets in the bottom of the ninth, uh, but he did pitch better against Seattle and Gonzalez. Big number here, dollar ninety and nine oh. at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Looks, it, the bad news for Seattle is that now Julio Rodriguez is on the IL. They're not the same team without him. No. Uh, he is a game changer offensively for them, and that's a problem. Uh, Gonzalez on the mound, I wouldn't call that a plus. So I think you've got a situation here where the Yankees should be able to take advantage, and it's difficult to see them not winning the game. Now, Herman is not a guy that I have a great deal of faith in, so I'm not I'm reluctant to lay that kind of a price. Uh, but uh, I, I don't think I want the Mariners in this situation. They also did, have not hit the ball a whole lot. The last week, just the 77 WRC plus compared to the Yankees, 116. I think the Yankees just outscore them in this game. The uh, No doubt, uh, Seattle, Gonzalez is such a big uh, piece uh, in that lineup. One thing is Seattle has Houston in the rearview mirror for a, a little bit wow. now. They lost six of seven to them, yeah. and they were one out away from losing all seven 
Till Toro gets a two-out, two-run single uh, on Saturday to win 5-4. to four. So Seattle now goes to a Yankee Stadium. Mets and Scherzer against Patrick yep. Corbin in Washington. Can there be a bigger uh, mismatch uh, on the line? On the hill, rather. Mets are hot. Uh, went down to Miami and took care of business in a big way. Roughed up Lopez yesterday to finish off the sweep. Six straight wins now for the New York Mets. Wow, and they are crushing the ball. Over the last week, 167 weighted runs created plus. Miami, uh, over that time frame, excuse me, Washington over that time frame is in the 80s. So a massive offensive edge. Big edge on the mound with Scherzer against Corbin. Huge edge. And again, it's conceivable that Soto might not even be with the team when the game starts later today. Or they could consummate a trade within uh, while the game's going on. Who knows? Uh, there aren't many spots where I'd say lay a run in the half. But I think I'd do it here, even at a 35 minus 140 thereabouts. Uh, you'd think the Mets win this game easily. And you can factor in the fact that when the Nationals lost with Corbin on the mound, it's almost always been by more than one run. And when the Mets have won, with Scherzer on the mound, it's almost always been by more than one run. So I think the stats, the situation, and just the uh, <laughs> the lineups indicate this should be an easy win for the Mets. No, no question about it. Um, 245 and 8.5 and uh, might uh, just be a little cheap, if you can uh, imagine that. Well, White Sox, um, here they go again, showing a little life. Can they sustain it? This is important now that they bring Kansas City uh, into the south side of Chicago because they, they have to continue to chalk up some wins uh, uh, to draw even closer to the Twins. They're two back uh, in the American League Central. Kopech, $1.75 and 9 over Keller. Well, Kopech finally put together a ballot outing last time out. So is it a, I can't go that far. But I will say is that the White Sox are showing some signs of life offensively. The Royals not really hitting the baseball much. And... Coming off a very hard-fought series with the Yankees. I mean, they really they made a great effort over the weekend. I think the situation here would favor the White Sox. And while I, I, I don't want to lay that much with Kopech, I just don't have a lot, enough faith in him to do so. I don't want any part of the Royals in this spot. Houston uh, doing their thing. Again, uh, three out of four against Seattle and uh, surging uh, Garcia against Evalde. Of course, they had that win streak snap when they got swept in Oakland, but they are playing better again. Alvarez uh, with the uh, walk-off uh, game-winning uh, uh, hit last uh, night in the bottom of the 10th. Uh, Garcia, 182-7. Both of these pitchers, similar numbers. Evalde, of course, the one that sticks out at you, was the nine-earned run appearance against the Toronto wow. Blue Jays. I sat in the park where I think that's the only, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, Rocco Baldelli let Joe Ryan in the game on Friday night to give up 10 earned runs and five home runs and, along it. Yeah. Garcia and the Astros, much better team, 182 and seven and a half at home at Minute Maid. And Eovaldi is a guy who, uh, I'm not sure Boston starts him tonight. We'll, we'll see. But I think he's going to get traded. Um, I believe he... If I'm not mistaken, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Even though he did not pitch well in July, they bloated ERA. This is a guy who's pitched big games. And I think a contending team, a true contending team, the Red Sox aren't a contending team, might make an offer there. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But assuming Eovaldi on the mound, he's not in the form you want right here. And it had an ERA of 11.08. 
in July. He's had problems with the home run ball all year. And this is a ballpark that surrenders homers, and the Astros can hit him. Uh, Boston, they got a win yesterday, but uh, it's been a rough go for this baseball team. That was the first win by a starting pitcher for the Red Sox in the entire month of July. Uh, Houston, a pass. No doubt. Uh, Dodgers in Haney, uh, 141-8 and eight at San Francisco and Webb. Uh, Haney's had an interesting path uh, toward the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's a top 10 pick out of Oklahoma State in the draft 12 years ago in 2012. Used sparingly with Miami, the Angels, the Yankees, back with the Angels. His first year with the Dodgers at four appearances, averaging five innings pitch. He's only given up one total earned run. That's all the Dodgers need. The rich get richer. Have they, have they found another piece in that rotation? Uh, they're hoping so. Of course, Andrew Heaney has never been able to do it for lengthy periods of time in his entire career. He's had injury issues and inconsistency issues uh, with his command. But he is at least coming in in good form. Logan Webb is always tough for the Giants. Uh, it would seem likely that he'll re- be resuming his spot at the top of their rotation if Carlos Rodon gets traded in the next 24 hours or 48 hours, which does seem to be a possibility, particularly after yesterday. Rodon was brilliant yeah. yesterday against the Cubs. And if anything, he enhanced this trade value even more. Rodon is probably, the, I, I would say, the best starting pitcher that might be available. Uh, there are a couple others that are definitely available, but I think Rodon is as well. Uh, I'll give Webb the edge on the mound here, but that's the only edge you can give the Giants. They cl- did claw their way back to 500 with the win yesterday, but they're playing bad baseball. The Dodgers are rolling. Um, I don't have much faith in he, and he's got to prove it to me over uh, a bigger sample size than what we've seen so far. But everything else points to the Dodgers here. Texas and Gray, $1.57 in 7.5 over Baltimore uh, and Watkins. Uh, Baltimore, after that great stretch, they've kind of just kind of um, leveled off a little yeah. bit. That's okay. It's kind of a 500 team, uh, you know, better than people expected coming into the season. Uh, they're fine in Texas now. Um, boy, they lose one-run games. Oh, uh, unbelievable. Do. So uh, here is great. Yeah. They got five one-run wins all year, and I think 23 or 24 one-run losses, which is incredible. But was, so when they win, it's generally more by more than by more than a run. Um, so if you like Texas, I'd go runs line. I think the total might be more playable here. Watkins is pitching well for the Orioles. Surprising, because I don't think he's got great stuff. He certainly doesn't miss a lot of bats. But he's in good form. And Gray has been solid for the Rangers. I think you can make a case that you don't get many runs early on in this game. Neither team's crushing the ball right now. Uh, I would look at under first five between the Orioles and Rangers. Under first five. And and that, and that park is uh, certainly pitching friendly uh, as well. Um Miami to be announced, Hunter Green, Cincinnati, uh, showing Miami 130, 8.5. Uh, what's the word on Miami's pitching? I don't know. Um, and I don't want the game anyway. I don't want the Marlins, who have been pretty terrible lately. And I, I just I decided, I think I mentioned this doing one of these shows probably about three weeks or a month ago. If Hunter Green's pitching, I'm not getting involved because I have no idea. And I don't know how anybody can have an idea which Hunter Green is going to show up. He's got the tools to be great, but he sure doesn't have the consistency. 
the home run rate continues to be too high, almost 20% home run rate on fly balls. Uh, he doesn't get any grounders. So, you know, contact against him is substantial. But he also strikes out a ton of guys. And the Marlins are a lineup that doesn't hit real well. I can't, I, your guess is better than mine. Not as good as mine. Your guess is better than mine <laughs> on Hunter Green. I, I don't want any part of the Reds and Marlins. Oh, no, it's feast or famine, man. I mean, he's he's throwing no hitters or he's throwing, I mean, getting shelled and not like getting out the second inning. It's, um, so, and, and, and like you said, um, he's got to develop more pitchers. Got to have more of a repertoire. Oh, yeah. I, what look, he has. His, stuff is, his stuff is oh, there. The sky's the limit. I mean, he's got a great slider, and we know about the fastball. Right now, it's lack of experience and uh, uh, consistency on the mound. But, I, I mean, if you're asking me, do I think Hunter Green's going to be a frontline pitcher in two years, I would bet on the yes. I mean, his stuff is just fantastic. Cleveland and Quantrill, $1.59 and 9 over Arizona and Davies. Similar pitching numbers with these two pitchers today. Davies first back off the injured list, so don't know how long or how effective he's going to be. Quantrill hasn't been particularly good for Cleveland. One thing to bear in mind, though, the Guardians, pretty good offense against righties. They can be contained against lefties, but this lineup does hit righties, and Davies is a guy who gives up contact, so I would think it's a favorable situation for the Guardians, but it's in the price. Uh, I, I'm not really not eager to lay that kind of a price with the Guardians. Meanwhile, the Diamondbacks have already traded one guy away. David Peralta has moved on. Uh, he's probably not the last of the guys the uh, send away, so they're not, not really a team I want for the next day or two. San Diego and Clevenger, 210 and seven and a half over Colorado at Sensitela. Um Last time we spoke... Yes, I had the White Sox in my closer decided to walk the bases loaded uh, to start the bottom of the ninth inning. That was fun. Uh, so the Padres, uh, a clear advantage on the mound in this match. Clevenger, a uh, couple of back-to-back strong outings. Not bad. And they, uh, they managed to get a good win yesterday against the Twins. Colorado's interesting because they were a team that I think logically most people, most analysts expected to be trading away pieces. They're not doing so. Uh, they signed Bard, their closer to an extension, and the word is they've made it clear that they're not going to be trading Crone or any of the other better pieces on the team. They want to keep the roster together, and that could be a positive for this team down the stretch this season. Even though they're not going to be a playoff team, it's you know a sign to the players on the team that management believes in them and that they think they can become a winning team. So they're not one of those auto-fades down the stretch, a team that's just playing out the string. Um, I don't want to lay this much with the Padres. Their offense just hasn't been consistent enough to justify laying that kind of a price. Senzatella continues to be very unlucky in terms of batting average on balls in play. It's almost 400 on the season. He's been better on the road than at home. Um, The ERA is not good on the road, but his other analytics are pretty good. I, uh, I, I can't, I'm not going to bet it. I lean Rockies here, though, in terms of value. Okay. All right. So, a lean uh, on the Rockies. Definitely a play on the under first five, which is four and a half at Bet Rivers minus 129. Baltimore and Texas. 
And uh, Mets runs line, I guess. Mets run line uh, minus one and a half is minus one forty uh, with uh, Scherzer uh, against Corbin uh, on the road. Uh, I, I like. Um, I'm going with the Mets White Sox parlay. Ah. Uh, the White Sox got to continue plus one thirteen is what that will pay. And I'm going to continue to go with the Dodgers minus one and a half on the road against San Francisco. I'm gonna I'm gonna entrust maybe if if Haney could get me five. Oh, you know. With, uh, That's all you need. Yes, yes. I'm. I'll uh, certainly a veteran. He did have stuff coming out of college. Was a top ten pick, but it's been a, like I said, a real interesting path. But the rich get richer uh, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So um, yeah, Dave. I was. What what the heck was Baldelli doing uh, Friday night with uh, with Joe Ryan? I mean, it was bombs well, away. And uh, yeah, I, I sometimes you got to take one for the team. Uh, I, he didn't want to stretch the bullpen out. And, you know, it was just one of those games that Ryan had not given up. I think he'd given up two homers only once all season. And in that game, he gave up five. They just trashed him in that game. Uh, but, you know, yeah, that's part of the process. If you're a pitcher, there are games on occasion where you're going to take one for the team when the bullpen's kind of in need of a night off. And... You know, he could have been out of there real early, but maybe those innings that they saved will help him down the road. Yeah, well, we, we will see. It was, the, uh, I know in this, uh, analytics uh, reinforce the uh, home run or bust type of approach at the plate. Uh, the Padres were falling down. They were swinging so hard on Friday night in that one. So the catcher hit an oppo when the shortstop hit one. Of course, Luke Voigt, uh, he hits one. So it was bombs away in Petco on Friday. Let's let's uh, get our guesses in. Uh, make, I'll make this the official guess as to where Soto ends up. I'm going with the Cardinals. I think they've got the best array of prospects, and including a major league-ready center fielder in Harrison Bader who I think might be part of a deal. I think Gorman might be part of a deal. He has already made the big league roster. I think the Cardinals, especially with some veterans playing out their final seasons, this is it for Molina, this is it for Pujols. I suppose it could be it for Wainwright, we don't know. I think Cardinals looking at this and saying, okay, let's go for it. They're going to be a playoff team in all likelihood, and I think they've got the best package to offer the Nationals. So I am going with the St. Louis Cardinals as the destination for Soto. How about you? It's between the Padres and the Dodgers on the Cardinals. Um, there was uh, something that I read, so I'll be, you know, uh, you know, uh, be uh, transparent. Uh, but they they uh, polled the different uh, front office people around the league, and the Padres had the most votes. One vote, I think it was 9-8, to eight, over the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then a little bit of a break off uh, with the Cardinals. Go ahead, Dave. Well, I was going to say, though, is there a team in baseball that's gotten more used to being the bridesmaid when going after the big names than the Padres have over the last year? I mean, they were in on everybody in the offseason, including uh, basically everybody had them going to San Diego, and then here come the Dodgers. Uh, that was last year at the deadline. And uh, they just keep on finishing second best. And I'll point out that Mackenzie Gore, who I think would be 99% part of any package they have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hurt. He got hurt in his last appearance. Walked off the mound with some kind of a, I guess, an elbow issue. So who knows what his trade value hit is. 
So I'd, I'd knock the Padres down a couple of notches as far as the uh, most likely destination. But they're probably going to be in there bidding. There's just a sense of kind of urgency to get to, to try and do something, to try and make a little bit. They had the run, what was it, two or three years ago when they played the Dodgers in the was it the was it the championship well, series? And they had the run. They had the run last year where at midseason looked like the Padres were cinched to be in the playoffs. And then they had that hard, right. just a horrible second half melt. They're in position to be in the playoffs again, and you know the upside is Musgrove is having a great year. Blake Snell, I know his overall numbers aren't good, but he seems to be coming around. And if they could add a big offensive piece. Which they need. There's no yes. question about that. Yeah, they could be a factor once again. And Tatis is, you know, was supposed to come back in July. That's obviously uh, in the rearview mirror as uh, on this first day of August. But we'll see. I just uh, sense a little bit of desperation, urgency, whatever you want. Just they yeah. want to. They're, they're tired of being the the bridesmaid. They're tired of being second fiddle. And when they have played the Dodgers a lot this year, they've kind of been treated like little brother. Uh, yes. in a lot of those games. So I think they need to kind of load up. So we will see. And the thing about it, too, with Chargers going now, now and I'm in San Diego right now, it's just this is it. All, the whole community has one team to support, and they do. You know, So they have people going through the turnstiles right now. For Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy. I will be back on Wednesday talking more MLB pick here at Sports Better's Paradise. Tell your friends to subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel.